Bismillah wa salatu salam wa rasulillah. And the news of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam are wonders that do not cease and benefits that do not end. And in it is firming the beliefs and anchoring the hearts. And in it is moving the minds from the present that is crowded with the materialistic and filled with the animalistic and worshipping the lusts to the most supreme beautiful moments and soaring to the high horizons of faith. And that is by living with the Prophet ﷺ and his noble companions and knowing their news and looking at their conditions. And today we reflect on one of the long hadiths. Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him, reported that the Prophet ﷺ said, None spoke in the cradle except three, Isa, the son of Maryam, and the companion of Juraj. Juraj was a worshipper, so he had a sanctuary for worshipping. And while he was in it praying, his mother came and said, O Juraj, so he said, My Lord, my mother, or my prayer. And he continued his prayer, so she left. The next day she came while he was praying and said, O Juraj, he said, My Lord, my mother, or my prayer. So he continued his prayer, and she left. Then the following day she came while he was praying and said, O Jeraj, he said, My Lord, my mother, or my prayer? And he continued his prayer. So she said, O Allah, do not cause him to die until he sees the faces of the prostitutes. The children of Israel talked about Jeraj and his worship. And there was a woman prostitute known for her beauty, so she said, If you wish, I will seduce him. She offered herself to him, but he did not turn to her. So she approached a herdsman who used to take refuge in Jeraj's sanctuary. She offered herself to him, and he fornicated with her. Then she became pregnant. So when she gave birth, she said, It is from Jeraj. They came to him and pulled him down, and demolished his sanctuary and beat him. So he said, Why are you doing this? They replied, You fornicated with this prostitute, and she bore a child for, from you. He asked, Where is the child? So they brought the child to him. Then he said, Leave me until I pray. When he had finished praying, he came to the child and poked him in the stomach and said, O child, who is your father? The child responded, So and so, the herdsman. So the people turned to Jeraj, kissing him and touching him. They offered to rebuild his place of worship with gold. He said, Rebuild it with mud as it had been before. So they did. There was also a baby who was suckling from his mother when a man riding a luxurious animal passed by. So his mother said, O oh Allah, make my child like him. Then the baby left suckling and looked at the man and said, O oh Allah, do not make me like him. He then continued suckling. Abu Huraira said, It is as if I can see the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam right now demonstrating the baby suckling by using his forefinger in his mouth. <clears throat> he sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, And some people passed with a slave girl and they were beating and accusing her of fornication and theft. She was saying, Sufficient is Allah for me, and he is the best of guardians. The mother said, O oh Allah, do not make my child like her. 
Again, the baby stopped suckling, looked at her and said, O oh Allah, make me like her. At this point, they reviewed what each one of them said. The mother said, A good-looking man passed by, and I said, O oh Allah, make my son like him. And you said, O oh Allah, do not make me like him. Then the people passed by with this slave girl whom they were beating and accusing of fornication and theft. And I said, O oh Allah, do not make my son like her. And you said, O oh Allah, make me like her. The child said, The man was a tyrant. So I said, O oh Allah, do not make me like him. And they were accusing the girl of fornicating while she did not fornicate or steal. So I said, O oh Allah, make me like her. This narrative was narrated by the one who does not speak from his own inclination, the truthful and the trustworthy, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. He mentioned in this narrative from the news of the previous communities, and he narrated it to us so that we reflect about what it contains. As for the first of the three who spoke in infancy, Allah mentioned his narrative in the Noble Qur'an. He mentioned it in detail, and it was Jesus, the son of Mary, peace be upon him. And he was the last prophet before Prophet Muhammad wasallam. And Jesus, the son of Mary, was a sign from the signs of Allah Almighty, as Allah the Exalted said, and we made the son of Mary and his mother a sign and sheltered them within a high ground having level areas and flowing water. He was a sign in his inception without a father, and a sign in his birth when Maryam received delightful food and drink. And when she gave birth, she came to her people holding him. She was holding a child and she had not married. So they said to her, suggesting unchastity, O sister of Harun, your father was not a man of evil, nor was your mother unchaste. Then her vindication was through the speech of Jesus, and that was the greatest testimony to her innocence. When Allah Almighty inspired her, she pointed to the child. Then it was as if they ridiculed her. So she pointed to him. They said, How can we speak to one who is in the cradle a child? Then she turned the child in the cradle towards them, and he said these eloquent, amazing words. And the first words that he uttered was, Indeed, I am the servant of Allah, for he is the servant of Allah and his messenger, and he is neither his son nor a god, as some claim. Glorified and exalted is Allah, and high above what they say. Jesus said, Indeed, I am a servant of Allah, he has given me the scripture and made me a prophet, and he has made me blessed wherever I am, and has enjoined upon me prayer and zakah as long as I remain alive, and made me dutiful to my mother, and he has not made me a wretched tyrant, and peace is on me the day I was born, and the day I will die, and the day I am raised alive. Seven sentences spoken by a child in the cradle, for it was a great miracle and a clear proof that he is truly the messenger and servant of Allah. As for the second of the three in this narrative, it is the companion of Jeraj, and Jeraj was devoted to worship, and his mother became angry with him, supplicating, saying, O Allah, do not cause him to die until he looks at the faces of the prostitutes.' 
and the person is tempted if he looks at the faces of an unchaste woman, because a man looking at a woman is a temptation. So looking at an unchaste woman is an even bigger temptation, because he looks at her with a view that she is availing herself to him. So his mother supplicated against him with this, and this indicates that looking at the faces of the unchaste is an affliction and punishment that is invoked against a person. For that reason, his mother supplicated with it in the moment of anger, when his prayer busied him from her. So where is this from the one who by their own choice and accord spends a long time looking at the forbidden? And from the benefits of this narrative is that if the parents call the child while they are praying, then it is necessary for the child to respond to them on the condition that it is not an obligatory prayer. For if it is an obligatory prayer, he should not interrupt it. But if it is a voluntary prayer, then he interrupts it and responds to them. Except if the parents would excuse him if they knew that he is praying, so he should indicate to them that he is in prayer, either by saying Subhanallah, or raising his voice and reciting a verse, or something like that. Ibn Hajar, may Allah have mercy on him, said, and in this hadith is giving priority to responding to the mother over the voluntary prayer, and not continuing to pray if it is a voluntary prayer. Because the prayer is voluntary, and responding to the mother and being dutiful to her is mandatory. And from one of the benefits of this narrative is that the supplication of the parent against their child, if they deserve it, is likely to be answered. So it is necessary for the child to fear the supplication of their parent against them. Also, this narrative indicates the dangers of maltreating the parents, and that is a reason for releasing adversity and afflictions upon a person. So how miserable are some people who have success and blessing lifted from them and many misfortunes and calamities because of maltreating their parents. And from the benefits of this narrative is a strong conviction of Jurage and the soundness of his hope. For he was a cause for the newborn to speak in spite of the fact that infants are not able to speak. And if it was not for the strength of his conviction and hope of the infant speaking, he would not have been a cause for the infant speaking. And this narrative reveals the attitudes of the people of corruption and immorality towards the righteous and the good, that they use the weapon of lust and desires to occupy them and busy their youth and to wipe out the spirit of modesty and adherence of religion from them and to make them fall from people's eyes. They plan, but Allah plans, and Allah is the best of planners. And the good conclusion is for the for Allah's righteous and pious servants. And the third of these three that spoke in the cradle was the infant being nursed by his mother. An honorable and eminent person passed by. Then the infant left nursing and said, O oh Allah, do not make me like him. Then people brought a slave girl who had, they were beating while she was saying, Sufficient is Allah for me, and he is the best of guardians. Then he left nursing and said, O oh Allah, make me like her. And this is a great sign from Allah Almighty, that this infant feels, observes, reflects, thinks, and has some religious knowledge. He said that the man was a stubborn tyrant, and he said, referring to the lady, O oh Allah, make me like her, because he knew that she was innocent from what she was accused, 
and she entrusted her affair to Allah, saying, Sufficient is Allah for me, and he is the best of guardians. And some scholars said regarding the infant, saying, O Allah, make me like her, being sound from sins like she is sound, and not in her being wrongfully accused while being innocent. And for that reason, the Prophet ﷺ used to supplicate, O Allah, I seek refuge with you from want, poverty, and humiliation, and I seek refuge with you from wronging others or being wronged. And from the benefits of this narrative is to clarify that the scale of Allah Almighty is different from that of the people. The scale of humans is based on the outward, appearances and looks. But the scale of Allah Almighty is based on consciousness of Him. Indeed, the best of you with Allah are the most conscious of Him. And the Prophet ﷺ said, Allah does not look at your forms or wealth. Rather, He looks at your deeds and your hearts. Allah Almighty has established this life on a set of fixed laws that do not change. And sometimes Allah Almighty breaks these laws to show mankind that behind these fixed laws is a Lord that is able to say to something, Be, and it is. And from that is the infant speaking, which is usually not the case. And Allah is over all things able. And in this hadith is a reminder of some of the proceedings and horrors of the day of resurrection, whereby our tongues, hands, feet will speak and witness against us. And the earth will witness against us with what we used to do upon it. Allah Almighty said, when the earth is shaken with its final earthquake, and the earth discharges its burdens, and man says, What is wrong with it? That day it will report its news, because your Lord has inspired it. May Allah make us among those who are conscious of Allah at all times, and those who magnify and venerate Him, and long and prepare for meeting Him. Indeed, Allah is all hearing, answering. Hada wa salatu salam wa rasulillah.